Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 38. The stripper DJ voice got deep right there, but it doesn't matter. It sounds better, it comes out better. I sound like a DJ. I sound like I'm supposed to be on the radio. Uh, episode 38 coming at you guys. I hope you like it. I hope you enjoy. The current events, is a, it gets a little sad. I talk about the kidnapping and the murders in Wisconsin that recently happened. If you guys don't know about it, uh, stay tuned. Listen to the podcast. Uh, if it gets a little dark, it gets a little sad, but we recover. We do all right. Uh, thank you guys for listening once again. Uh, and enjoy the podcast later. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is 6.30. Obviously, it's Thursday because here comes the Davecast right at your faces. Uh, first off, I just want to say thank you. Always want to say thank you to you guys who listen for the feedback, the people making the jokes. I don't care, man. I love it. Uh, keep them coming. I really do appreciate all you guys. Uh, without you guys, I'm just sitting here talking to myself and uploading it. And what would that be? So, I don't know. But um, lots to talk about. Uh, lots of structure going on, you guys. Like, I got some different segments, you know, if you guys noticed from the last podcast, if you listen to it or not. Or if this is your first time chiming in uh, to the Dave cast, uh, I'm trying to get some format. I'm kind of like, I had like this no format thing going on where I just rant and whatever. It's still kind of like that. But, but I'm trying to, trying to change it up a little bit. So let me know, let me know what you guys think. Uh, if somebody out there wants to make a jingle or whatever, I don't know, like a jingle, but like an intro to like one of my... Like the current events. I have one for current events. We're going to try it out. But thank you guys for coming along on the podcast ride with me. Um, got some stuff to talk about. So, um, last podcast, I think I said I was going to... I had an appointment down in Fargo. The VA clinic down... Or VA hospital down there. And... Uh, it was on Friday. Me and Robin went... You know, it takes an hour to get to Fargo. We get to the VA hospital. We wait a little over an hour to finally be seen. We go back to a room with a surgeon and a, I think it was a resident, uh, into an exam room. I sit down and she says, your hemangioma on your abdomen and the discomfort or the pain that you've been feeling aren't connected. They don't think they coincide together or whatever. They think it's just a weird coincidence. And she proceeds to say, there's nothing else we can do. You can leave. (laughs) So like, that's what all, that's all she said. There was no like, uh, this might be wrong or that might be the issue or this is the next step or anything. It was just like, see ya. And they didn't get up and show us out or anything. And I get up, I grab my coat, go to the door, I'm like, to the right, right, and whatever, and she's like, yeah, and they, like, act scared of me, like, I don't know what's going on, it was the weirdest thing ever, and we get out, we're walking down the hall, and Robin's like, what was that, and I'm like, welcome to the VA experience, it was pretty ridiculous, uh, so my next step is just to go back, I guess we're gonna do an MRI now, (laughs) I don't know when they're supposed to call and schedule an appointment, but the VA is really good at that too.
Uh, so, I don't know if you guys can tell uh, if it's quieter or not. I'm driving the Kia for that reason. So that way, maybe I can get a better, better quality first section here. Where there ain't so much road noise or air noise or wind noise or whatever. When the fucking trailblazer... But this Kia, I know I've talked about it plenty of times, but has a little bit of road noise itself though. It has like a suspension issue that wore the tires down. Suspension issues fixed, but now the tires have a crowning on them and it makes noise. Talked about it before, not gonna talk about it anymore. Uh, I think I got all that VA stuff out. I don't know if there's anything else in there. Yeah, it's just it's just an awkward experience. Like, I don't know, I'm just, I've blown up on my doctors before, so like, I don't blow up on them, I'm just, I just, I ask a lot of questions and when they can't answer them, or maybe it's, I don't hear what I want to hear, I don't know, alright, okay, leave me alone, I get it, but it was just ridiculous, it was pretty bad, like they didn't even get up to show us out, like, I don't know. Oh, but I was going to say, they maybe they have a note on my file that says angry veteran or something. I feel like a lot of files would have angry veteran on them because they just talked this about before too, but like the VA clinic is, you know, full of angry old veterans, a bunch of guys that are entitled and they're all in pain and sore and they want to be fixed. And if the fucking VA is good as, as good as they are with me to them, like I understand why they're angry. But at the same time, I got to thank the VA. They flipped the bill on my neck surgery. They flip a lot of bills for me. So they, they saved me a lot of money. Uh, I should, I am, I am grateful, but their healthcare sucks. So I don't, sorry. Hurt your fucking feelings. My buddy, uh, a guy I was deployed with in the military works for the VA and he's on Facebook all like kind of defending him. I'm like, what the heck? Will I work for the VA? I'm like, oh yeah, there you go. Shout out to you, Eric, if you ever listen. I don't know if you listen to my podcast or not. Well, other things, my neck, my back, and my, mm, 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 um, my, uh, so my neck and my shoulder pain that I always have and the soreness I have, it starts to feel a little better one day and then the next day it's like, baha, I'm back. Or it'll feel better for a couple days and then I'll train and I'll be all sore again. But I'm trying to not crack my neck as much. I am addicted to cracking my neck so bad. I want to crack my neck all the time. And it, but it always feels like it has to crack. And that's because I continually crack it. And that's just like, the te- it's just a temporary fix. Cracking your knuckles, cracking your neck, cracking your back, cracking whatever. Whatever you crack, don't smoke crack. Okay. Cracking my neck. So yeah, I'm I'm getting a lot better at it. But the first thing I I roll up, I roll, I sit up this morning right when the alarm goes off. Cause I get my ass up when the alarm goes off. Don't snooze around. I just get up, and first thing I do when I get up is I like cracked my neck the one way, and it cracked once, and I was like, oh no, and I stopped. I went back the other way. So. I don't know if you guys are neck crackers. If you're not neck crackers, don't start cracking your neck. If you don't, if you haven't before. I know people that are chiropractor people and I don't really believe in that. Uh, 
when I was going through my shit. I don't want to hear if I talked about my chiropractor story or whatever, but I've only been to one chiropractor one time, and it was when I had the injury going on with my neck, and I was just like, maybe, you know, I got to try every everything to make this pain go away. I went in there, the guy gave me some good cracks or whatever, and it didn't, it felt good to be adjusted like that, but it wasn't, it didn't help my pain at all. But I think he knew he couldn't help my pain either. And my first MRI in the series of my, with my injury, I, uh, I had that like within a week from when I had that chiropractor appointment and he wanted to reschedule me again before that MRI. So I'd like to get you in again before you do the MRI because he knew when I see, when the MRI comes out, the, he know that a chiropractor cannot fix me. Like he knew that was gonna happen. But he was trying to get one more session out of me and I'm not a moron, so I get it. Got it, done with it. Not going back to the chiropractor. But uh, I did talk to uh, Robin last night about if the VA covers me going to a chiropractor, if I would go or not. I'm not going. Just decided. I just, just I just talked about how it's just he's gonna crack my neck and it's gonna be such it'll be a good feeling just for a little while and then I'll be like, man, I need to go back to the chiropractor. And that ain't what I want. Not what I want. So I'm gonna try to not crack my neck, my knuckles. Knuckles are tough, man. I'm trying not to crack stuff. Should I crack my toes, man? <laughs> All feels good, but like I said, and I don't even know the science behind it. If any of you guys know any science or behind it or post it on my wall or throw it up, email me a link. Uh, we watched a few videos of like, uh, cracking necks. Uh, if it's good or if it's bad and it's not necessarily bad bad for you they say it's not necessarily good for you either so the weirdest thing is is I deal with that shoulder pain like that pain right behind my shoulder blade and that's like a side of it's been like a side effect to the surgery or just healing the healing process has been weird about it but that's where I get sore at or that's where I feel the pain still if I do feel it but I mean it's tolerable I'm not it's nothing crazy but some days I'm pretty sore God, I sound like a whiny bitch, but I got to get this out. Uh, so when I don't crack my neck, it feels really stiff and like, it's like, come on, crack me, baby. Like it's ready to crack. Like I can beg to crack it without even touching it. But uh, I feel like the stiffer my neck is like the less my shoulder hurts, I guess. Like I don't really have any, like too much of that shoulder pain. So it's kind of interesting. So I'm going to try to crack my neck less. <laughs> I've been trying to have less energy drinks, but... I've been failing at that. I mean, I did okay. I didn't have one yesterday. I had one the day before I went to jujitsu, and that was a terrible idea. Well, it wasn't like that. I started drinking an energy drink pretty early in the day. Not early in the day, like at 2 o'clock to get my afternoon caffeine in. Usually I drink coffee, but I was like, ah, I want an energy drink. So I run them, you know. I love them. They're delicious. Probably terrible for you. Anyway, I uh, go to the fridge at like 2 o'clock and got my energy drink. I don't want to go into depth about it. 2 o'clock. Get my energy drink. Uh, but then I got like busy with work and I never finished it. And like it was like 5.15. And I was getting ready to go start my car. And I grabbed, my, I grabbed the energy drink and I was like, it was like half full. And you have to slam it. You can't not drink your energy drink. Like they're just too good. So I slam it. 
And even in my head, like while I'm slamming it, I knew I was like, well, this is gonna suck for jujitsu or cardio. Like once my cardio shoots up or goes away, I guess I'm gonna have like a heart attack. <laughs> Cause I don't know, I'm pretty sensitive to caffeine when it comes to that and cardio. Me and my boy Brandon used to do, uh, we used to do pre-workout before MMA class, which I don't know. Like you feel like you were gonna die in the first 10 minutes, like your heart rate would shoot up. And then I would, but then it would kind of level off and you just have that energy or whatever. I don't know. We worked our way. We battled through it. We were young and tough back then though. Uh, But yeah, so I drank the caffeine. I got to uh, PMA, did the warmups and we uh, got warmed up. We did some uh, technique and then... uh, we rolled and stuff, and so, like, first couple rolls weren't bad. I could feel like my heart was starting to race, and then I rolled with Josh, and it was like a battle, and he was whooping on me, and I just, I felt like I was drowning. I felt like I was, there were three-minute rounds, I swear. I was like, I felt like we were rolling for, like, ten minutes. It was crazy. And then I just kind of caught my breath, and we finished the roll, and then I don't, I rolled one more time at the end with uh, another guy, but, oh, man, I can't do caffeine before the gym. That was stupid. But speaking of that, it's good to be back in the gym. Uh, I went to MAP last night to see some of the guys, and uh, Dre popped in. Vic showed up. But I got there at like 5.30, and I wasn't trying to be there all night and bounced out. But, all right, you guys. I hope you guys like the new No Format stuff, um, or the format. Like, I added some, you know, a little bit of structure with it, and... The current events today, dude, are so good. I'm excited to do current events with you guys. Uh, we got some fight talk. It's going to be a good podcast. Here we go. The Dave Cast TKO 10-minute edition. All right, guys. It's my favorite time, you guys. It is fight talk. Uh, I think I'm going to call it. I have the Dave Cast TKO MMA podcast that I haven't done in forever. I know. I know. Um, I want to get back to that someday. I'll have some of the fighters on it, talk to my fight buddies. Uh, it'll be fun. Something I'm, I'm going to have someday. But right now, you guys get the fight talk segment, and I think I'm going to call it the Dave Cast TKO 10-minute edition. Uh, I like my pretty little jingle before. I, yeah. Anyway, those can change. I'm just messing around with it. I'm trying to have fun. Uh, I want to sound more official at the same time. If you guys think it's just cheesy and dumb, let me know. Feedback is great. But... There's a great uh, fight card this weekend, and it's the UFC's debut on ESPN. Uh, They haven't been on ESPN yet, and this is their debut. Uh, It's Fight Night 143. Uh, Main event, TJ Dillashaw versus Henry Cejudo. Uh, It's a pretty cool card. It's really good. Um, There's some controversy on the card. I'll get into that in a second. Uh, We'll talk about the main event last or whatever. I'm trying to think about how I want to throw this together. I was going to start... My notes, I would have to go from, like, the main event down. But, wow, let's just do this. So, a shout-out to some of these guys that are on the card. Joseph Benavidez, Paige Van Zant, Glover Texera, Cowboy, Cerrone, uh, JoJo Calderwood. Um, she's one of my favorite female fighters. Uh, it's funny. I don't know if I told this story before, but on Instagram, she was trying to change. She was trying to think of a different name for Instagram, and everybody was commenting what they think it should be. And off the top of my head, just randomly, and it was I thought it was even dumb, I put Bad Mofo JoJo. 
Well, a few days later, her name on Instagram changed to Bad Mofo Jojo. So I don't know if she did it because of me or if she thought of it herself or somebody else thought of it. It probably isn't. I don't know. I didn't even think it was that creative or even that cool, but she must have. And she's cool. She's awesome. I don't know. She's like Scottish or something, I believe. I don't know. Or from the UK. You think I would know that? I normally know, but I don't know right now. I'm just, my head's going crazy. Dude, so something I realized, and I realized it from last week's podcast. I need to slow down, stop talking so goddamn fast. But the second segment is ridiculous because I had my morning coffee and then it kicks in and then I'm just like, well, let's start talking and can't stop. But I talk too fast and it doesn't get out. Whatever. Don't criticize myself on the podcast. I'm working on that. I've been good at it so far until now. Anyway, back to the UFC Fight Night 143 fight card. Uh, those are some of the big names on there. A lot of those guys are coming off of losses. like, uh, and they, So they're kind of fighting people I didn't know. And I have to do all the time to research all these fighters that I don't really know. And that's why I kind of haven't been doing the TKO podcast because I hate... Not giving certain fighters credit if I don't really know who they are, and if you don't, you know, if you don't watch all the undercards or all the prelims, you don't always get to see fighters or follow them. Or some of these guys come off of the Ultimate Fighter, and I don't watch that anymore. There's a Contender series and all that stuff. So a lot of these fighters, I haven't done my research and whatever, and I don't want to talk about a fighter if I don't really hadn't done any research or know anything about him or whatever. So, um, let's get into some of the fights on here. I'm only going to talk about two of the fights. Uh, the big fight on the card that has the most controversy uh, is Greg Hardy uh, versus Alan Crowder. Um, has nothing to do with Alan Crowder. Greg Hardy is an ex-NFL player. Uh, he played for the Cowboys and for the Panthers. Uh, he fights at heavyweight. He's currently 3-0, and and this is his UFC debut, sort of. He came off of Dana White's uh, Let's Fight Contender Series thing he had or whatever, right? He had the, the Contender Series... He came off of that, so he's currently three and zero. He hasn't went over more. He hasn't went more than a minute in the cage. He doesn't blast dudes right away. Uh, he hasn't fought anybody that's worth a caliber really yet. Uh, that hasn't that's UFC caliber. So the some of the controversy comes from why does he get to be a co-main event on his first card on the ESPN debut card when in 2015 he has domestic assault charges uh, or. Yeah, uh, he had uh, allegedly domestic, allegedly like hit or beat his girlfriend or wife or whatever, and I don't know if that was like his demise in the NFL. But then he left the NFL and now he's into fighting. Uh, he's been training for about a year and a half, they say, and the dude is like besides for like the domestic abuse stuff and all that. And I don't know what you know really happened with all of it or whatever, but they have uh, there's some proof and some pictures out there that uh, he did assault a female you know and uh but the crazy part is is uh rachel ostovich is also on the card and she's fighting Paige van zandt and she's uh she likes to talk about her story and her story is recovering from domestic abuse she was uh, domestically abused or whatever and it's weird that they put them both on the same card and there's been a bunch of controversy all the way up to this card about they should one of them shouldn't be on her Greg Hardy shouldn't either be on it or she shouldn't have fought on it. and But she decided that she wants to stay on it because she's stronger than that. She's better than that. Uh, she beat domestic abuse. So good for her. Uh, Greg Hardy, I hope he's learned his lesson. I hope he's changed. Um, he has a chance of being a pretty good heavyweight, I think. You know, with his pro. He has the pro. He is, he's an athlete. He's very super athlete. He's an athlete. 
such an athletic guy that if he gets under the right tutelage, right coaches, he could probably be a really good heavyweight in the UFC. Uh, he's fighting Allie, Allen Pretty Boy Carter. Crowder. Why did I say Carter? Allen Crowder. Uh, he uh, lost his first uh, UFC fight to his one and only UFC fight to Justin Willis by knockout. Uh, I remember watching it. Uh, he came off of the Contender Series as well. Uh, he's 9-3-0. and, three and oh. um, It'll probably be the hardest fight that Greg Hardy has to date, but I feel like Greg's going to probably pound his way right through him. So there's a lot of people, because of all the controversy and the domestic abuse crap, that want Greg Hardy to lose. And uh, I don't know. I'm not wishing that on him. I don't really know him. I don't know the story or what really happened, you know, but there is proof and shit that he did domestically abuse. His, uh, I don't know, his girlfriend or wife, I actually don't even know. But we'll see what happens. Uh, so the main event, this is going to be, this is going to be a really good fight. TJ Dillashaw is dropping down to 125 to challenge Henry Cejudo for the 125-pound title. Uh, if DJ Dillashaw wins, he'll become a champ champ, which means he'll have the belt at 125 and 135. Uh He'll be the flyweight and the bantamweight champion. Uh, there's been a couple other champ champs. Uh, but anyway, both of these guys are legit wrestlers. Uh, the better wrestling uh, goes to Henry Cejudo. But the best MMA... But when it comes to MMA wrestling and setting up takedowns with strikes, I almost put DJ TJ's wrestling ahead of Henry Cejudo when, you make it in, when it's in an MMA fight. They're both such good wrestlers... Uh, but with that, the striking edge definitely goes to TJ Dillashaw. Uh, he were, he does that, uh, oh, dang, um, bang, uh, bang Muay Thai with Dwayne Ludwig, and he, Dwayne Ludwig has turned him into, like, just a striking, killing machine when it comes to striking, and then him setting up his takedowns with his striking is just the best. I don't think anybody's ever been as good as him, and he's, you know, small and fast, and it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. He knocked out, um... Oh, Cody Garbrandt or whatever, you know what I mean? So he's got power in his hands too. And he's a little guy with power. But here's the thing. Uh, he said he makes his weight cut no problem. Uh, but we'll see, you know. So is he going to come out? Uh, we'll see if the weight cut has anything, you know, has a has a issue or whatever. Like if he has any issues with the weight cut, if he's not, a, you know, if he doesn't have as much energy or if he's going to run out of gas, we'll see, you know. And it's, I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty crazy physical fight. Uh, I feel like if... If you see TJ come out uh, really heavy and strong and, like, bringing it to him right away, I feel like his, he, he questioning his cardio if he's going to make it five rounds, so he's going to try to finish it quick. Not necessarily quick, but he doesn't want to go the distance, you know. Or if he comes out uh, pacing himself, too. You know what I mean? I guess it's going to be hard to tell. We're going to see. See if the weight cut had any, any, uh, any issues there or whatever. But if I have to take a pick a prediction and you guys know i hate picking a prediction when it comes to fighting but if i have to pick a prediction uh i'm gonna pick tj dillashaw uh it's hard to bet against it's like his striking and wrestling chain together is stellar it's better than anybody else's and uh, i put him at uh fourth round tko third or fourth round tko but like i said his gas tank it's i'm very very curious to see where his gas tank is at and if he you know, makes it the entire fight, and I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I probably shouldn't question it, he's such an athlete, and he just, he's a beast, so is Henry Cejudo, though, like, he's an Olympic wrestler, 
Uh, he, I'm not giving him any any love at all. Like his wrestling is awesome. Obviously, his striking and everything has come together too. Uh, him beating uh, uh, DJ Johnson, Demetrius Mighty Mighty Mouse Johnson, who was at one point they thought was maybe the best pound for pound fighter in the world, uh, and he's put on some dude. He's beaten up everybody until Henry Cejudo and uh, Henry beat uh, TJ. So not TJ, DJ, <laughs> Demetrius Johnson. Well, it's going to be a great fight. I'm super excited for it. Uh, I can't wait. Um, but I do pick TJ Dillashaw winning. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with my fourth round TKO. Also, uh, uh, my Greg, I picked Greg Hardy to beat Alan Crowder as well. I don't know if I threw that out there or not. But like I said, there's some other really good fights on this card. Um, tune in, check it out. I'm, if, if it's on ESPN, it must be free, right? So if you have ESPN or maybe you have an app, I'm not sure how to watch it, but it's on ESPN. So if you have cable TV or some way or you stream your cable through online or whatever, I don't know how people do it. We don't have cable, so we just watch Hulu, Netflix, all that stuff. Uh, speaking of that, there's no TV talk this week. Um, nothing's really changed. Still watching the same shows, still doing the same stuff. I really don't find a lot of time to watch too much right now because... Uh, nights with jujitsu. By the time I get home, it's late. And other nights, it's like I'm just trying to spend time with the fam and the dog and everybody and get it done. But that's the end of the uh, Dave Cast TKO 10 minute edition. I hope you guys liked it. I hope uh, it made sense. Um, huge shout out to all the map guys that are fighting in March. It's a ways away now. Or not a ways away, it's a couple months. But I know Roman's fighting March 23rd and Walker, he, uh, he's fighting for the 145 pound title to become the champ champ. Uh, he's already the bantamweight champion uh, for that promotion. Uh, that's Dean Lamb's promotion. I can't remember if it's for North Star Combat or which one it's for. But, yeah, good luck, Roman, there. Hopefully me and Roman can get together and do some training. Uh, I haven't been to MAP as much. Went there last night, uh, and it was just pretty chill and whatever. Uh, shout out to Dre, man. Dre, is, uh, he said he's working on getting a fight going on. He doesn't have anything officially in the books yet. Uh, big Chris Renwick, uh, he's fighting March 23rd in Wisconsin for a 205-pound title. Uh, good luck to him. That'll be good. Uh, let him know today, man. If you want to train with me, let me know. I can teach you some wrestling and some ground stuff for sure. I know you're way bigger than me, but I'll whoop you on the ground, dude. <laughs> Love you, buddy. But I know Mana's got a fight coming up, too. I think his is also on March 23rd. So we got three guys fighting all on March 23rd. It's going to be really interesting out of MAP there. So if you guys get a chance to go out to MAP, you want to try to do some MMA or whatever, it's... Uh, the best MMA training you'll get in town. Uh, if you guys want to do some jujitsu, go to PMA. I think that's your best bet in Grand Forks, man. I can't, I can't stress enough. If you want to be an all-around fighter, man, you should be doing, you should be at MAP, doing MMA in a cage, training in a cage, as much cage time as you can get, uh, doing your strength and conditioning at MAP, getting over to PMA and doing your jujitsu. Uh, as much as you possibly can. Those guys in there are savages and they will teach you some stuff and they're all so friendly and they're awesome. Uh, get over there, get into PMA. They have striking classes too. So if you want to get in there and do some striking, you can. Uh, if you're not getting down to ACA and training with the fighters down in Fargo, you're wrong. Uh, if you really want to be a fighter and you want to make it as far as you can possibly make it, you have to. Uh, you have to train in a lot of different places and you have to train a lot. And it's going to suck and it's not going to be easy. If fighting was easy, and it, it, everybody would do it. 
You know what I'm saying? Not everybody would. Who, not everybody would fighters. It's it's few few and far between for the people who want to be fighters. But the ones that are successful put in so much work that it's crazy. So just throwing that out there, man. If it was me, if I was still fighting, I would be training as many places as I can with as many people as I can, and just putting a bunch of tools in my toolbox and making myself stronger and tougher. So hope you guys enjoyed the TKO portion of the podcast, man. Uh, later. Why would I say later, man? I'm gonna be right back with current events. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, up next, current events, you guys. And I got a bunch of stuff. I did some research, and it's going to be good. I can't wait. Stay tuned for an important news bulletin. Ah, current events. Bam. Hope you guys like the new jingle or whatever. That's going to be the current event intro song for now on when you guys hear the news bulletin. I know it's corny. It's weird. It's how I roll. So... If you guys hear a little bit of air noise, I have the car warmed up a little bit for me this time. Last podcast, I turned off the car. Last section, I had the car off in my hands. Everything just started getting cold. It is ridiculously cold outside. It says five degrees. If you're not from the bitter north, then I'm jealous of you and I hate you. Uh, so current events, you guys. I've done a ton of research and I'm excited. to. I'm not excited to tell you this story, but I am excited to get it out. Uh, I'm a little nervous. I've never been nervous before, but I just want to make sure this story gets together because it's such a crazy story. Uh, it's And it's sad. Uh, it's not funny. It's not really... I mean, hopefully, like the, it's entertaining in a way. Like, you're learning something or you're, you know... But uh, I'm not going to talk about the government shutdown. I'm done talking about that. Uh, it's sad that Donald Trump is going to let people not get paid and, you know, Americans are not getting paid right now. And... It's all on Donald Trump, honestly. Like, you can blame one side or the other, but he's the president. He's supposed to be for the people, and he's fucking up. And he's been fucking up here and there, but I don't know. Let's not get let's, let's not get into that. If you guys hear the rustling, I do have notes, believe it or not, and it's all, I don't know. Let's see how it goes. So, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the news or not lately, but uh, in Wisconsin, a young 13-year-old girl by the name of Jamie Kloss was kidnapped in Barron, Wisconsin. I said that already, Dave. Come on now. Uh, it happened on October 15th last year. And she was gone for 88 days. And then on January 10th, she appeared in Gordon, Wisconsin. Uh, and uh, they arrested a guy named Jake Thomas Patterson uh, for the kidnapping and murder of her two parents. And I'm going to break it down for you guys a little bit. And I, I did some research and I went into this. And it's very interesting and it's a very sad story. Um, Jake Thomas Patterson, he's 21 years old. He spent his entire life in Gordon, Wisconsin. Uh, he had two jobs. He worked at a turkey processing plant. He worked there for one day. I'm guessing he quit. I don't know if he would have got fired. But he worked there for one day. Uh... And the funny part is, is uh, it's not funny, but Jamie's parents uh, worked there as well, but they don't think there was any connection whatsoever uh, between the two. And then he also worked at a cheese factory for two days uh, in Barron, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, Jake Thomas Patterson was a ghost to most people. Uh, he had no social media imprint uh, he had like no presence at all. So Gordon, Wisconsin is a town of 645 people. I came from a town of like 3,500, 3,000 people, maybe a little less. 
and I knew everybody. You knew everybody, and you pretty much knew a lot of shit that was going on, maybe, or you think you did. But uh, he lived in a, a small cabin right outside of town. Um, the local convenience store and the local grocery store, like, don't even recognize him. Like, they were like, I don't, we don't even know who that is. Uh, that's crazy for a town that small. Uh, they, they talked to his teachers, and they say he was smart and polite. Uh, and they said he had aspirations of joining the Marines. Uh, he obviously didn't join the Marines. Um, and then he has an older brother who's 24 years old now uh, named Eric Patterson. Uh, he's a pothead. Uh, he has a bunch of weed charges in Wisconsin. Uh, he has a sexual assault charge in Wisconsin when he had consensual sex with a 15-year-old when he was 18. Uh, it was like a, they dropped it all the way down to a fourth degree because of it being consensual sex, I guess. But he loved weed so much, he moved to Colorado, and now he just smokes weed. The last I heard, he worked at a subway, and he's kind of went off the radar, and they haven't talked to him. Uh, he moved there. That was a couple years ago he moved there. So Jake had been left alone in, uh, in Gordon by himself. Well, in 2008, um, their parents divorced. And then they abandoned them. Both parents left both the boys on their own. Uh, they would have been 11 and 13, I believe, or 11 and 14. I don't, I don't do math. Uh, they eventually ended up in foster care, and then, and then they lived together in the cabin uh, where they were raised at. Um, so that's just a little background on our, our, the bad guy here. And for now on, I'll just, for here on out, I'll just call him Patterson. Well, weeks before that, Patterson was going to one of his two days of work uh, at the cheese factory in Barron, Wisconsin. Um, and he stopped behind a school bus that stopped and a girl got off. And that girl was Jamie Kloss. And he, that's how he targeted her. He seen her get off the bus and he said, that's the girl I'm going to take. So he went and got his dad's 12-gauge shotgun. He got in his red Ford Taurus, and two attempts before uh, the actual kidnapping, uh, he showed up one time, and he said that there were too many vehicles in the driveway, and then another couple nights later, he said there was lights on, and people were moving around in the house, so that scared him off, but this third attempt, uh, he shuts off his lights, he uh, turns off the vehicle, coasts down the driveway, Approaches the front door of the house and uh, and knocks. With an, the, the Kloss's dog is barking at this point. Uh, the father comes to the door and he shoots um, her dad in the face. Uh, the father's name is James. Uh, this story is so depressing and it's like I'm just like mundane about it. Like it's it's so depressing. It's so sad. But you got to It's just it's just such an interesting story. And maybe I'm making it boring. I hope not. Um, but her dad's name was James. When he answered the door, Patterson shoots him in the face with a shotgun. Um, her mother, Denise, and Jamie hid in the bathroom. Uh, Patterson shoots the doorknob and kicks the door in. Uh, he attempted to have Denise, the mother, tie her up and duct tape her, but she struggled to do it, so he did it himself, and then he shot the mother in the head as well with a shotgun. I told you guys, it's not... 
it's a rough story, man. And it, it's, it's weird that people don't understand or realize that things like this are going on. Some of us are in our own little comfort bubble and we all just, we all feel safe when we're not always safe, you know? So just, just I try to bomb you guys out or get crazy here. This is nuts. I know. So then he drags, to continue a depressing story, he drags uh, Jamie to his car and then uh, drives the 70 miles north to Gordon, uh, locks her in a room in his cabin, and uh, he puts like furniture and these uh, big totes with weights in them around the bed and makes her lay under the bed. And that's how, and then he... uh, yeah, like trapped her in there or whatever around the bed. Um, there's no, the craziest part is like, and I don't know if they don't release information about it, but it doesn't, it hasn't said anything about him sexually assaulting her or raping her at all. Um, but you almost have to think like, you, I'm sure he did. I'm sure that's what happened. But I don't know, because she's a juvenile, they haven't released it. Uh, I watched his video where they charge him and he wasn't charged with sexual assault or rape. So maybe, but I'm saying since it's a juvenile, maybe they... That's stuff they don't talk about or release. Because the craziest part is, is like, it's just weird to think about, but it's almost like if he didn't sexually assault her and just held her there, that's, uh, that's almost weirder in a way. Sounds terrible, I know. Anyway, he blocked her in like that, and then she was there for 88 days. Uh, I read something about she did say, like, he threatened her a lot. Like, I'll kill you like I killed your parents. He hit her with some cleaning utensil type thing, like a Swiffer sweeper thing. And hurt her with it and he'd hit her. I'm sure he got violent with her to control her. Uh, on January 10th, uh, Patterson leaves. She heard him leave, uh, which was weird because she normally, like, he played music. So that way she didn't know if he was there or not. Uh, but one time she heard him leave and drive away. So she planned, I don't know, she didn't plan an escape, but she could actually move one of the barriers and got away. She grabbed a, a pair of New Balance shoes, men's worn out New Balance shoes. Uh, put him on and goes outside and she was lucky that a neighbor was actually walking her, their dog near this area I think it's pretty rural I think it was by a lake but anyway uh, was walking her dog found her uh, pretty much identified her right away knew who she was took her back to uh, another neighbor's house and called 911 um, when the cops uh, arrived on scene or whatever they uh, had recognized a red Ford Taurus had driven by and they stopped Patterson in his driveway of his cabin and got he got out and confessed right away jumped out said I did it I killed her I I kidnapped her I took her or whatever I think he said and he pretty much confesses to the entire thing and that's why you have no you know so many details about the story is that he confessed to it uh his confession he still like stands trial and stuff you know what I mean I think February 9th is his next court date but yeah like what would drive someone like that to do that uh i don't know like he had no no footprint he like had no impact he just didn't he was just a nobody and it was almost like he wanted something to just to make an imprint or you know what i'm saying like he just to make some weird impact how negative it is you know i shut the vehicle off it's getting warm in here now i'm good uh yeah man so I hope that's not depressing. That was so depressing. But honestly, like, it's, it ends in a good way. Like, Jamie got found and she's not dead. Uh, you know, she's going to be so messed up forever. And it's so sad. You know, and... Uh, yeah. 
But it's good they found her alive. But just knowing, you know, she pretty much seen her parents get murdered and she was kidnapped and whatever happened to her while she was there is just horrific. And it's sad, but just just know that these things can happen. And if you guys want to look into it a little bit, uh, it's just crazy how just some guy just obviously just went insane and did that, you know. And I'm going to look into more of this kind of stuff. I think it, I think a lot of this stuff happens more than we all know or think or see. Like I said, we live in our rural little communities or our little bubbles. And I don't know. That story straight depressed me. Uh, I did so much research on it and all that stuff. I hope you guys liked it. I hope it was a, a good current event. And it's sad, like I said, but it's it's something that happened. And it's in Wisconsin, which ain't that far from us. Uh, we had a kidnapping here. We had the shooting. The mom kills her kids and herself here. Uh, things like that around here don't happen very often. And it's pretty crazy. People, that dude just obviously just lost his mind, you know. And Yeah. But... Uh, so the government shutdown thing, I can hit on it a little bit, I guess. Now I got a little time. I thought that was going to take longer. I probably sped through it. I don't know. I'm sorry, you guys, if it's terrible. I need to not apologize. I don't apologize. I got it out. I got, we tried it. We're trying something different, you guys. And I don't know. <laughs> Maybe now, I'm going to find a better, I'm going to find some better, uh, some more upbeat current events next time. Um, not that that was bad, but I just didn't realize how sad it would come off. Like, it's such a sad story. And that poor girl for the rest of her life is going to be just stuck. Stuck with that in her head. And I know all about that stuff, having shitty stuff stuck in your head. And you got to be open about it. You got to talk about it. Uh, if you're struggling, don't compare yourself to other people. You know, don't be like, well, I better not talk about how I feel sad and I don't know why when there's people out there that are sad and they know why. And who cares? You know, go get help if you're sad and you don't know why. You shouldn't be sad. Uh, I know life can beat us down sometimes and I get sad too. I get sad when I'm like, man, I wish I could be more successful. I wish I had more money. I wish I could live in a bigger house and have this and that. Like, I work so hard and it's like, man, I, I feel like I deserve better. You know, and, I, and I, that's why I'm just, I'm just going to strive and push to be better all the time. And I'm stuck in the situation I put my in, myself in. But if I'm struggling, I'm going to talk to somebody. If you're struggling out there, talk to somebody, for real. Uh... The world's getting weird. Social media is like really seriously like just it's altering people's minds a little bit on the, on the way the world works and the way things work. And like I said with that story, like people just feel safe when there's places that you that people when they go outside, they're scared. They're scared that something can happen to them. And there's cities like that in our freaking country. That shouldn't be cool. That's not cool. And it shouldn't be happening. But our government's too worried about building walls and doing other dumb shit that Instead of caring about its own people. And that's Donald Trump's crushing his own people right now. You know, I'm normally a Trump guy, right? Like, I normally push, I normally back Trump a little bit. I know he's crazy, and I know that. And like I say, he, that's what we fucking elected, right? That's the guy we elected. So, and that's what we're stuck with. You know, and I, and it, but he's, he didn't pull any wool over anybody's eyes. I don't know, he says it like it is, I guess. Uh, I'm sure people are always like, he lies about everything, maybe. I don't know. It's crazy, right? But I don't know how he can be in the spotlight like that and be such an evil person that they think he is and still be there. Like if he was as bad as everyone says he is, like wouldn't he be gone? When it's makes no sense. But he's running the country like a business, and when you run a business, sometimes you have to step on people to get to the top, and he's stepping on his own people right now, and that's not cool. People are out of work. I couldn't imagine not getting a paycheck, just knowing like, hey, you got to work. 
and you're not going to get a paycheck. So you can't pay your bills. You can't, you know, and hopefully people were prepared for it, but some people probably aren't. I wouldn't be prepared for no paycheck. I wish I had savings. I wish I was ready, but I'm not. So. Pow, man, this part of the podcast got, it got a little, uh, got a little dark. That's all right. Um, I listened to another podcast called Last Podcast on the Left. If you guys don't know it, uh, check it out. Um, I talked about it before on here, too. They, like, find some dark shit to talk about on there, and it's kind of neat. Uh, they made it, I think they make it way better and way more entertaining than I did. I think I got all monotone, and I was like, oh, man. I got too serious with it, maybe. But how do you not? Like, that's a crazy story to tell. And it was my first attempt at it. Maybe I'm just not going to do that anymore. I'm hating on myself right now, you guys. I shouldn't do that. Not in front of you guys. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, we have uh, some free lunch thing going on. We have a guy retiring here at work, and they're giving away lunch. And I think they said it was like meatballs and rice and stuff. And I don't know. Sounds pretty awesome, which I'm going to go get some here in a little bit. Um, yeah. Fan talk, fan talk, social media talk, I don't know what I'm going to call yet, and I don't have an intro, this is it, what's up guys, I'm back, uh, <laughs> current events you guys, uh, I'm sorry if it came across a little down, the story was a little dark, but uh, it's current events, and it's something that happens, and it's something we gotta we talk about, and um, I'm trying to get better at telling stories, or trying to piece together some current events like that, so I hope you guys understand or respect the amount of work I try to put into it. I did some more research. I try to be informative for you guys. And I'm working on it, you guys. The more work I put into it, the better it's going to be and the better content for you guys. So let's talk about what's going on on social media. So I got my phone out right now. and I'm going to go through some of it or whatever. So every week when we do fan talk, fan questions, whatever we decide we want to call it, we're... Maybe one of you guys can figure out what's a better way to do this. And it's just pretty much me. Every week I'm going to post on Facebook what do you guys want to talk about this week. And I'm going to go through the post and we're going to talk about the shit that some of you guys want to talk about. And I think Mitch asked us a question here in a minute. My buddy Mitch, he, uh, I was just waiting for him to ask any more weird and awkward questions. Because last week he asked weird and awkward shit. So uh my boy travis from high school man back in millbank i'm not sure where you're at now travis i don't really creep you buddy but uh i guess you listen maybe you don't you like to ask questions about shit but <laughs> he puts why in the hell are party pizza square and in a bag uh how now I have to dirty a plate to put it on also now i have to dirty a plate to put it on also i i'm still old school and have round plates try putting that little square fucker on there the right way i can't fucking read right now travis i get what you're saying so he's talking about tortino's pizzas or maybe other frozen pizzas are coming square now rather than round well obvious reasons for it one they don't come in cardboard anymore because i'm sure that plastic is cheaper than actual cardboard boxes uh if they're square they can stack better and they can probably fill more space and it's easier for them to ship them store them blah 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 so totino is probably saving some money making them square they figure who's gonna care they're the one of the cheapest pizzas you can get you can get like four for five bucks usually uh but i was gonna tell you i like to spice them up though so like i'll take one of those totino's pizzas i just like usually get the pepperoni ones and I'll add extra cheese, like different kind of cheeses, right? I'll throw some some of that mixed Kobe cheddar 
the Kobe Jack where, or the Fiesta mixes where it's just got the different colored cheeses where it all pretty much tastes the same anyway. But, and you, you know, put some of that on there. Parmesan, I, oh, I love Parmesan cheese. If I had to pick one cheese for the rest of my life, Parmesan. Right? Yeah. So, throw some Parmesan cheese on it. Uh, some, whoa, some red pepper flakes. Uh, one time I crunched up Doritos and put Doritos on the top too. And then baked it, and then right at the end I broiled it. Like, turned the broiler on on the top for like 30 seconds, and it kind of browned the Doritos a little bit on top. Oh, man. Uh, you're talking about the square plate crap? Well, cut it up, dude. Cut it up into like, cut it up like you're cutting a normal pizza. Like, make cut an X in the square or the rectangle, and then you, uh, uh, my phone keeps logging up because I'm on, I'm on Facebook. And if I'm on the recording app, it doesn't, like, it doesn't ever close. But it closes right now because I'm on Facebook. But anyway, <laughs> my ADD, you guys. Uh, cut the damn thing up, dude. Like, I cut it up in these neat slices. And then I put it on, uh, I put it on my cutting board that I put it on. the. I just eat it right off the cutting board that I cut it up on. And then I get Ortega's taco sauce, which is one of my favorite condiments. And do I do some ranch? I think I put ranch in the, right in the same thing. So I make like a Ortega's taco sauce and ranch mix. And I dip it in that. And man, I can make a Totino's pizza taste pretty freaking amazing. Uh, thanks, Travis, for the question, man. I appreciate it. I uh, hope you listen. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just scrolling through right here. We talked a bunch of, bunch of weird shit. Oh, you wanted to ask another question here. I don't want to bring... Oh, yoga pants and back in college. Or whatever. But no, I, I brought up the yoga pants. But you tr- you talk about stretch pants, yoga pants, leggings, jeggings. I mean, look look amazing in the right setting. Then some, I don't know how you can trust the seamstress. So he's talking about bigger girls wearing leggings and stuff. And when we were in high school, there really wasn't leggings. Like a lot of girls, almost every girl wore, almost every girl wore jeans. Uh, I feel like leggings back then, they weren't made with the same material, but it wasn't as cool to wear like a leggings. It's weird how fashion changes. Um, I guess there were some of the bigger girls that would wear sweatpants and stuff maybe. Uh, but a lot of even the bigger girls would fit into jeans. Maybe it's just where we were from. Everybody wore jeans. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Some girls would wear like some swishy sweatpants kind of stuff, or guys would wear like uh, like windbreaker pants kind of deal, or like track pants, I guess you'd call them. But yeah, it was mostly jeans. So I don't know, man. Like you see some big girls in yoga pants. I get it, man. And it's it's. Like, the worst is when you can sort of see the cellulite through the pants when they're that big. And I don't want to hate. I'm not trying to fat shame on anybody. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just the way the style is and it's the way women wear them. But I, I commented. I talk about how uh, I went back to college at, like, 32 and all the girls were wearing yoga pants. And I was probably the old creepy guy in college for whatever. So, <laughs> he's got a great one for next week. All right, Travis. Thank you again. And here's Mitchie with his question. Uh, it's not even really a question, but he goes, Oh, how do you f- some fuck up something or some fuck something up after it's been explained to you? Uh, I just told him you can't expect to understand. You can't expect others to understand just because you do. Just because you explain it to them don't mean they're going to get it right. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that or either slow to learn things or they've never done it before. So you can't expect them uh, to pick it up right away or necessarily as fast as you. We all learn at a different pace. We all are smarter than others. And we've all, you know, you've been working, Mitchie, since I've known you, man, you know how to work with your hands and you've been working on cars since I can remember. 
and you know how to fix freaking everything. So you got to remember, not everybody is as experienced as you are or me. You know what I'm saying? So look at you talking about you're trying not to swear no more because you're trying to be better. Makes sense, man. Be better. Um, I swear a lot too, and I swear on the podcast because it comes out naturally, and that's just how I want it to be. Uh, I don't, I don't get too vulgar on here. Sometimes if it comes, if something comes up, I'll talk about it. You know, I'll try to be real and talk about whatever comes up. But uh, Ryan made a joke. Why don't gay bars have a front entrance? And I just messed with them or whatever. It's about they like to use the back door. I get it. So dumb. <laughs> uh, Chad, he says, your favorite cousin. My Chad. My Chad. My cousin Chad. Uh, who I talk about here on all. I talk about him on here all the time. And If I don't mention him on here, he gets all weird and whatever. <laughs> so, uh, but I told him like, I'm working on these different segments and every week they don't always have to be the same segments. They can bounce around a little bit and that's like fight talk will be maybe not every week, just depending on the fight card if I really want to talk about it or if it's exciting enough to talk about. Uh, I told him like we could throw together some uh, uh, barn talk. So like when we're out doing chores, maybe when we go on a break or something, we can set the phone up and just start talking and see what comes out and see if it's worthy to put out there and have people listen to. Um, Jimmy Mack, what up, Jimmy? Um, he's so ridiculous. I don't even, I'm not even going to talk about what you said, Jimmy. Me and Jimmy go back and forth on Facebook if you never see it. Jimmy's an old high school friend of mine. I've talked about him before. But we go back and forth on, high, on, on Facebook about We just say the most perverted stuff we can think about. And, yeah, I don't know. It's in there, man. Like, you can hate on people all you want. I'm a pervert sometimes. I can think of some crazy weird shit. And... I think it's fun to joke around with that stuff and to kind of say it or get it out and just be goofy. Uh, but then here at the end, so I'm going to finish on uh, my buddy Pat, uh, call him Shubaka, Patrick Noel Shu. Um, I was in uh, Africa with Pat. Me and Pat and another guy were all stationed in Africa for six months together. I got to know him really well, and he made that deployment what it was. Uh, the other dude we were with, were with was a douchebag, but me and Pat, like, we were pretty close from the start. He's a cool dude, uh, super knowledgeable when it came to dog handling and stuff and how to train dogs, and he, it was my first deployment. He took me under his wing, and I know he had a combat tour from Iraq before that and stuff, and he's he's the man, dude. I like, I, uh, if I lived near Pat, dude, I know you're listening, Pat. If, if I lived near you, bro, we'd be buddies for sure. Definitely be buddies. Uh but you and Jimmy wanted me to talk about some like mental health issues or things or some stigmas that surround uh, suicide. And Pat, I know you probably brought it up because, uh, you know, in the military and veterans, the suicide rate with veterans is ridiculous and it should, it should not be what it is. You know, we need to take care, of, uh, take care of our troops when they get home. And I think a lot of people don't understand when some people see certain things, other people might be able to handle it. Like I saw stuff in Iraq and I just kind of... I. I kind of think of it as like the matrix. Like I saw stuff here in Grand Forks that seems to bother me even more than like the overseas stuff. Uh, I, you know, we were at war over there and it's war. It almost, it's something that shouldn't even be real. I don't, how is that even legal? How are, can we legally just go over and kill each other? And it's just, it's, it's crazy to think about. Well, some people come home and they can't handle the stuff they saw and they, they don't get the proper help or, or they don't get, they get overly medicated or they start drinking so many crazy things can happen and, and if you guys know a veteran uh not even necessarily a veteran that like uh that saw like crazy war or has ptsd that bad or, or that bad but like when you leave the military that was such a high-paced job uh especially if you were in combat like you saw some crazy shit 
and you have to go back to your every average normal life and it's boring for someone who's experienced that like I'm bored with life like for real uh I, you know I have an MMA fighter you know I talked about this all the time but at one point in my life everything was 100 miles an hour and things was crazy and then everything slows down and you have to step back and realize it's not always going to be combat it's not going to always be a fight it's not going to always be something crazy exciting and sometimes life gets boring uh you just got to push through it try to find a purpose try to find a meaning uh you just got to find a way to be happy and in in the end the thing about it is is don't hold it in that's my that was my biggest problem for a really long time and now i'm trying to be more open about the stuff i've seen the stuff i've done the places i've been uh you know, I, I don't openly talk about it like crazy, but I will. I, I, I'll bring it up. Uh, and I don't know. Some people don't know how to take it. Some people, they'll ask questions and kind of, they you know, they think it's kind of, they think it's neat maybe, I guess. Uh, or my stories are amusing. Not amusing, but like, they're like, wow, that's crazy, you know. And it's it's neat to hear some of that stuff sometimes. But it's good for me to get it out. It's good for me to say it. it if I'm ever open with you, I'm not saying stuff. I'm not saying stuff like that to, um to necessarily uh, try to make you feel bad for me or I don't want your sympathies, I don't want you to help me. Uh, you're helping me just by listening. So, but also understand that it isn't even, it doesn't have to be a military veteran. I, I mean, I know I, t- I got deep into veterans there for a second, but anybody who's struggling, you don't have to have, you know, you might've grew up in a really hard, had a hard life growing up and that impacts you and you might have PTSD from something you've seen when you were younger. Uh, it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be war. It doesn't have to be, you know, a, a military stigma. Uh, mental health problem is like I think the biggest problem in our country right now when it comes to like vi- when, when violent crimes I think is it's linked to mental health and mental health issues and I think our country instead of locking them in prisons needs to figure out something uh, I'm not smart enough to figure out or what to do but uh, thank you guys so much for listening um, I'll get more into suicide Pat and uh, Jimmy I promise you um, I gotta get back into work I went over my time already, but seriously, uh, I'll save it for the next podcast or a later one. Um, if you're struggling, talk to somebody, hit me up. I'm always looking to hang out with somebody. I'm always down to talk. I love to talk. I love to listen. Uh, hit me up though, you guys. Thank you guys for everybody who commented on Facebook, even the jokes, even the fun stuff. I love it. I love it. Thank you guys for being involved with me. Thank you guys for like supporting me in any way. I really do. I really do appreciate it, you guys. So hit me up. Dave's Podcast One at gmail.com. Dave Helmberg on Facebook, obviously. Uh, Dave's Podcast One on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, the DaveCast. Uh, also, I'm Funny Welder on uh, Instagram and my other Twitter. So feel free to hit me up, follow me, share me, like me, whatever you guys got, man. Like it helps me when you guys uh, help me on like the social media platforms. And, and that's the way to go nowadays for sharing information and. And whatever. And if you're not subscribed to me on whatever podcast thing you listen to, please subscribe. Uh, the more subscriptions, the more listens, the more stuff, uh, the better this podcast is going to get. Trust me, the more it can be built up, the more maybe I can get some sponsors and get an actual microphone or someday have a podcast studio and I don't got to do it in my goddamn car anymore. I love you guys. See you next week.